Welcome to Hudco Radio. I'm Jim Kennelly. For the better part of two decades, the Live at Brennan's music series has transformed the rotunda of the historic William J. Brennan Courthouse into an intimate music venue featuring a varied lineup of local performers. Live at Brennan's wrapped up its fall season last week, and we decided to drop in for the last show. We talked with County Executive Tom DeGees, who was in attendance and has truly developed, directed, and supported the series from its inception. We also spoke with the evening's performers, singer-songwriters Tom Barrett, Sean Kiley, and James Kaleo. And we caught up with Live at Brennan's producer Matt Carinanti after the show to ask him what's next for the series. I just want to ask uh, County Executive, why, why acoustic music in a courthouse? Well, uh, the acoustic music part of it is probably all on me, because that's the music that, that I preferred. You know, my entire life, like, there was a song, uh, Sink the Bismarck, about, you know, that battleship in Germany by Johnny Horton. And it told the story, and it sang it. And I was hooked. Uh, you know, I like other kinds of music, but I don't love them. Uh, you know, I'm, I like... Uh, to see a guy or a girl up there strumming a guitar, having a nice voice and very poignant lyrics and everything, and I'm in heaven. What's what's that term you use for yourself? An old what was it? An old folky? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, they yeah. used to. You also told me you used to like to go to Greenwich Village and look for old records. I saw more people for like five dollar shows, like Harry Chapin, James Taylor, Carly Simon, Livingston Taylor, John Denver, Cat Stevens. Um, I, I would go over there just about every Friday, and it was like five bucks, uh, you know, to get in. And five bucks is a little bit more then than it is now, but it still was pretty cheap. And, um, you know, they, I, I hung around there, got hooked on, you know, more of the music there. I like the entire Washington Square atmosphere uh, there, people walking around. You know, at one time, I was over there with a date. And we saw a guy doing some tightrope exercises. He was only about 10 feet or 8 feet from the ground. It was Philippe Petit. Wow, the guy went between, right, between it the, was. Uh, the World Trade Center towers yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, and we saw him practice. He was up there about 8, 10 feet uh, doing all kinds of crazy stuff and everything. And he drew a crowd. And uh, that was the, the thing about Washington Square Park is you didn't know what you were going to see. Oh, sure. Now, how did you uh, yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but... How did you think of bringing this kind of music here, though? That like uh, because it's pretty well, early years on. Years ago, you know, I've been here 20 years. So years ago, when uh, I talked to Cultural Affairs about um, you know, having some music here, it, 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 I, I think exactly who it was. But one, one of my swearing ends, uh, we asked somebody to come and sing the national anthem, God Bless America, and stuff like that. Uh, that and. I realized how beautiful the sound is here in Brennan Courthouse. Marble and gram, granite, the, the, the sounds just bounce all over the place. And it's a really cool place. Like, I, I have no voice at all, but I think I could sing here, you know, uh, there because of the, you know, just the way that it's put together, the acoustic. So uh, at that time, Billy LaRosa, Beanie uh, Gohan, Robert Kamaluski, Kagaluski, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, met with them and said, uh, you know, why don't we do some music shows? And what surprised me was how cheap these guys will work. You know, folk music had its heyday 
but only me and a couple other guys really still uh, like it. And, um, you know, so you could get really good acts, you know, national acts to come here. And it didn't cost you much there. And we had a great time because some circumstances, including the pandemic, you know, led us away. But uh, with Ginny Eulings and her staff, uh, you know, working at it, I think we have the capability of putting together a good, uh, good season of song. Thank you so much. Okay, James. Okay, so I'm joined by Tom Barrett. Now, Tom, I wonder if you could start again, as I've, uh, as I've asked uh, some of the other performers tonight. Give me a sense of how you ended up here as, uh, in Hudson County. Um, I've just, I've, I've had a lot of friends here over the years. Um, the friends that I made in my 20s, like, all lived here in a house, and I played music with them, and so we would play shows around Jersey City during that time, and then I only moved here, um, like, 12 years ago. Or, You're in Jersey City? Uh, in Jersey City, yeah. We've leave, just bounced around in Jersey City, downtown, yeah, so... So if you were to describe your sound, what is it? What's the kind of music you play? Um, well, these days, I kind of, like, I have a band, a three-piece called Tom Barrett and the Cuts that is sort of a, like, it's kind of a straightforward rock band, like, almost kind of like a classic rock band. Like, we're very, very into, like, Neil Young and things like that. And, like, you know, playing solo shows, which is kind of what I do more of, yeah, I, I I really like Neil Young, and I like um, you know um, like more like indie stuff like David Berman and Lou Barlow and people like that. places like Pet Shop, um, and um, yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to play in the city more. I, I have a Brooklyn show on uh, December 17th at our Wicked Lady. Um, yeah, but that's, yeah. But it's I, the I, metro scene, I guess, right? Yeah, sort of, yeah. It's it's a little, uh, you know, it's... The scene, the scene is thriving, but it's also it's also a little bit of slim pickings. Well, let me ask you about that a little bit. Right. I know obviously things are different since you know in the since the pandemic and all. Right. But I wondered, what's your sense, say, over the last six months or, the, or a year, how the scene in the metro area, but you know, if you're playing here in Hudson County much, how it's maybe picked up again, or, or is it still struggling? What it's do you think? it's it's thriving. Huh? I mean, for a, for. Um, for a city that really doesn't have a whole lot of actual venues, it's certainly thriving, and they definitely make do with what they have. Um, and the same goes for Jersey City. What I've said about like the pandemic and bands, there was like a feeling at the beginning of the pandemic, like our bands over, like our bands done. But 
what happened was, you know, everybody just started swapping, you know, tracks via the internet and forming bands virtually. And now, like, those virtual bands are becoming real. Like, all these virtual bands have formed during the pandemic, so... Yeah, so Jersey City is no exception to that. There's definitely a few bands that have like formed during the pandemic, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, as a, I can't let you go either without asking you if this okay. county courthouse is the most unusual venue yeah. you've played, and what's your what's your take on it? Um, it's, it's a little nerve wracking. <laughs> like we, I should mention here that he, Tom was nice enough to come on just before he's going on stage. So this yeah, is, yeah, it's a little it's a little nerve wracking, and like most of the, you know most of the people playing kind of look like they should be on trial for something. <laughs> you know, myself probably the strongest <laughs> contender for that. <laughs> but it is, but it, but, but it, this is probably maybe the most unusual place you've ever played. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't know. I, I played unusual places, but like when you're sort of in a place that feels really unusual, it's hard to think of the past unusual <laughs> sure. places. Well, Tom Barrett, thank you very much. Have a great set. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, cheers. And I'm joined by Sean Kiley. Sean, uh, I wonder if I could start first by asking you how you ended up uh, here in Hudson County as a musician. Kind of what's that journey for you? Sure. I, I was born in Brooklyn, and then uh, when I was an adolescent, my parents moved us to uh, Bergen County, to Allendale, New Jersey. And I grew up there. I went to William Patterson University for college. And then I lived in the city, in New York City, briefly um, around the mid-2000s. But then, I don't know, there's something about <laughs> New Jersey that was calling me back. Um, and I moved to Jersey City 15 years ago, I think it was. Um, and I've been here ever since. And it's definitely my home. And, um, yeah, I'm a part of the local music scene. And I'm raising my child here. And... You know, it's a it's a great place to live. It's like it's definitely a city, but with where you like really know the people who live around you. So it also has a like a small town small town vibe. Let me ask you: if someone was to get a sense in a, of what your sound is, what is that sound? What, what, what's your what's your kind of music that you perform? So I'm a singer songwriter, um, definitely in a sort of folk rock tradition. I, I primarily play with like acoustic music with acoustic textures. Um, but there are some unexpected elements, um, different, you know, sounds that come from other musicians that I play with, such as with fiddle, um, uh, upright bass. Um, and I do use some, uh, effects pedals and stuff when I play. So it's very melody driven, very lyric driven music. Um, yeah, in the folk rock tradition, but with some maybe like unexpected parts to it too. post-pandemic, where we are locally as a music scene. Uh, what are you seeing in the last year, let's say, as things have come back? Um, I mean, so in the last year, things have been coming back, but it's with each wave of the pandemic and different variants and stuff like that, it, it has felt um, 
like tenuous <laughs> at times. You kind of never know what things are going to be like. Um, but I'd say that this fall, like since September, it's felt like something is kind of shifted. It seems like there's a lot more people out. There's a lot more events happening, a lot more things going on. Um, and hopefully we're, you know, all kind of coming together to move this thing forward, whatever it is. Where can people hear you locally? I play every week at the Archer uh, in downtown Jersey City. I play in a bluegrass quartet called Go Bailers, um, and we've been doing that for five and a half years. So that's a weekly residency. And then I play every third Thursday with my project, um, my band just under my name, Sean Kylie, at the Fox and Crow up in the Heights um, that's on uh, Palisade Ave. Well, I, ha- I can't let you go. I'm catching everybody with this, but County Courthouse, the most unusual venue you played in, or can you think of another? Um, I'll say that playing in a beautiful, reverberant acoustic space like this uh, is pretty exciting to me, even if there's other stuff going on every day here. You can hear here. it in the background, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can hear the whales in the background. Um, no, uh, it, it, I can't say I've ever played in a, in a, in a county courthouse before, but um, it is a beautiful space and room um, that goes up. I don't know, 60, 70 feet. Um, so yeah, uh, maybe it is the strangest venue I've ever played in. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I've played in some really terrible venues too that were, that are more traditional (laughs) drop ceilings and like, and paint coming off the walls and horrible smells coming from the bathroom. So I don't know. This is pretty cool. (laughs) Well, Sean Kylie, thank you so much for joining us. Okay. Thank you. So James Kaleo, uh, welcome first to Hudco Radio, and I wonder if you could talk first a little bit about you know how kind of how you ended up here in Hudson County. So after college, well after two attempts at college, <laughs> I was out in uh, Washington State, and I ended up things kind of fell apart there. So I started driving home, and at the time my parents were living in Brooklyn, New York. So I was like, I can't wait. I'm going to go be cool and hip in Brooklyn, and I, I gave him a phone call. And they're like, oh, we're actually moving to Hoboken. And I was like, that's where a bunch of my high school friends are winding up. So I was like, oh, I don't want to go and do the same old thing. So, you know, came here, gave it a try, started serving, waiting tables, all that stuff. And then fell into the music scene um, just by playing open mics around the area. And Let me just ask you a little bit about your musical influences, kind yeah. of your style. If someone wanted to understand what the James Cleo sound is, what is it in your mind now? What is that sound? Uh, well, yeah, so now I'm, I'm going with uh, this group I call Widely Grown, and it's it's Americana, folk. Um, you know, people might say the word bluegrass, but it's it's not. I'm not I'm not trad at all. Um, I play with you know fiddle, upright bass, so instrumentation that can lean that way. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a nice rootsy roots rock Americana. Um, I I play in a Grateful Dead group as well called Stranger Stopping Strangers. Um, so, yeah, it's country, you know, all the John Prine. And she told me the truth before She left for Boston So I packed up my things I drove down to Austin Wide open spaces People get lost And my feeling hard Spinning on, and I never did one before. Time's getting good out of 
So talking a little bit about uh, kind of where the, the, the local music scene is here in Hudson County. Uh, obviously, we had the pandemic and the lockdown to deal with. You yeah. were one of the uh, folks who actually contributed a piece when we had our Not yeah. Live at Brennan series, yeah, which yeah. was very cool. But talk about how things have been in the in the days since the pandemic and how, it, how the scene is. Yeah, I mean, it started off slowly, but I think it's... It's it's back and people are excited to to be playing and, and the cool thing is I, I feel like the crowds audiences are still genuinely excited to be singing live music again. Um, people are paying covered charges like they haven't ever before. You know, ten bucks is like all right, cool. I'm gonna go do that. You know, and where I feel like it used to kind of make the musician curl a little bit. We're like, do I really have to ask my friends and fans to pay you know as, as little local musicians but um now i think it's back like i play at fox and crow once a month the first thursday of each month which is today but you know chose this opportunity um and and the shows have been great and i feel like i've been getting you know reaching people have been reaching out i book at fox and crow as well so the the amount of emails i get and it's right back to where you know, things were pre-pandemic, I feel like, um, you know, we'll see how people hold out That's terrific. through the winter. That's cool. Let me ask you about the, this venue we have here. It's pretty unusual. I've heard a lot of different things from different artists. Is this the most unusual venue? If not, which is the most unusual venue you've ever played in? I mean, this, I think this might be the most unusual. It was, it was unusual for me to even say, you know, invite people to a courthouse to come see a gig you know everyone would be like what are you doing and I had to do a background check on Matt myself <laughs> to make sure he wasn't conning me into coming to pay my my parking tickets or, or something like that so yeah I'm, I'm really excited to be playing in this beautiful venue though it's it sounds great and it's I mean it's gorgeous for all those listening <laughs> No, I, we would listen to you guys uh, uh, prep beforehand, and it was terrific. It really was thank dynamite. You. So just have a great show, and thank you for speaking right, to us for a minute. thank you for having me. Too. Thank you. So I am joined by Matthew Carinati, who not only is uh, in the role of someone who deals with uh, uh, history uh, for the Office of Cultural Affairs, Cultural and Heritage Affairs and Tourism Development, but is also uh, the person who is, is the organizer, the producer of the Live at Brennan's Music Series. So, uh, Matt, yes. uh, a terrific night here. You did a great job as always. Talk to me a little bit about why Hudson County's in the live music business at a courthouse. Yeah, great. Thanks, Jim. So, Hudson County is a no-brainer to be doing these sorts of events. Uh, the level of talent here is truly uh nearly unparalleled. You have to go to any of the top flight cities of the world to find people of the caliber that you're going to get here. Um, there's homegrown talent, talent that's come in after. We're the one of the most diverse um, counties on earth, so uh, it's it, it, the level of, of different cultures and, and sounds and, and all these things are, are incredible. Well, you know, you mentioned that, because tonight uh, we had the uh, folky in chief here, uh, County Executive Geese, but um, uh, because there was, it was a, you know, kind of a folky kind of night, um, but there are a lot of different acts, and I wonder if you could talk about some of the ones that have shown up here from, the, you know, different uh, cultures that represent kind of the gorgeous mosaic of Hudson County. Sure. Uh, just the, our last show in um, September was uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, where we featured an Argentine tango band and, and a Puerto Rican drum and dance troupe. 
uh, and we've had uh, flamenco, and we've had um, lots of jazz nights, and and other different sorts of folk music. So it's it's always uh, evolving the the mission of what we're doing here. We, there's a endless supply of different ways we can get take it. What's the uh, future for the series? I know we're wrapping up. This is the last uh, for the fall. What, what's next? So uh, we will be back in force next year. Uh, we will likely pick it back up in the spring. We don't have dates yet, but please stay tuned. Um, you can check out our website, visithudson.org. Um, I also, there is also liveatbrennans.com, where you can keep up on there, join the mailing list. Um, and I plan to, like every year prior, keep it very varied, um, very different, and very interesting. And that, that'll be easy with Hudson County's residents. Well, Matt, great job. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Jim. To keep up to date on county government news and alerts, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Hudco Tweet and on Facebook at Hudco FB. To see photos and videos of county government events, follow us on Instagram at Hudco Insta and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Hudco TV. And please take a moment to subscribe to Hudco Radio. Our thanks as always to Hudson County Executive and old folky Tom DeGees and the Board of County Commissioners who do develop, direct, and support all the programs and services discussed on this podcast. 